Hi folks, welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at FTLcast. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast. Uh, today we're playing Flotsam, Adrift Among the Stars by Joshua Fox. For those of you who are new to this game, and you probably are because uh, I think it, by this point it will have only just uh, released, uh, here are the basics. Flotsam is a game about outcasts, misfits, and renegades living in the belly of a space station. We collectively imagine and describe what's happening in the fictional game world. Specifically, we'll focus on the everyday lives and relationships of the main characters. We'll also sometimes interrupt their lives with danger and strange events, but keeping it to the small scale so we don't distract too much from the main focus on relationships. I'm Dora, and you can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, and my pronouns are they, them. Uh, Playing with me today, we have... Hello, my name is Zachary Fredrickson. You can find me on Twitter at ObfuscatingGod, and you can follow the game that I GM, the podcast that I run, at Twitter.com slash RollDiceAndCry. You can also find the music that I make for the show at RollDiceAndCry.Bandcamp.com, and I'm very happy to be here where I don't have to write anything. <laughs> what are so your pronouns? Loud. Oh, right, right. I'm so, my, my pronouns are he, him. Uh, I'm Jade. You can find me on Twitter at jadeoxfordrose. And if you are into GM games, you can see me play D&D twice a week at twitch.tv slash naturalruckers starting at 7pm UK time. And I use they them pronouns. Uh, my name is Mab. You can find me on Twitter at LittleLadyMab. Uh, and I will actually be GMing games at Gen Con this year, <sighs> August uh, 1st through 4th. I just got my schedule for it, and I'm very excited. Um, so I'll have more details on that on my Twitter closer to the actual event. But until then, if you will be at Gen Con, come find me. I'll run a game for you. And my pronouns are she, her. Well, that's not a reason to go to Indiana. I don't know what is. <laughs> it's true come visit <laughs> come keep me company at my table because <laughs> oh, yeah. now i'll get to like panic and think oh my god i'm gonna be here at four different games and no one's gonna show up so it's great it's great please come play <laughs> <laughs> please come play <laughs> please all right, our lines, which are things that we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, and unwanted pregnancy. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but we'll just fade to black on, are steamy situations and graphic descriptions of bodily harm. Uh, now that we've got all that, let's get started. All right. get to switch documents i like how it starts at the top says realistically not everyone who plays this game will read the rules (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say they know their shit these guys by the playbook (laughs) yeah listen i uh i did my freaking best y'all i tried i was always at work when i decided that i wanted to read it and it wasn't good timing anyway sorry Uh, yeah go ahead it's all good. Um, as you can probably tell, dear listeners, this is a game that we're all playing for the first time, so um, it's going to be an adventure for all of us. Um, as of the time of this recording, we're playing with um, the uh, quote-unquote final PDF uh, from the Kickstarter, which we all backed. Uh, by the time that you're listening to this, uh, this game should be out, and it's put out by Black Armada Games, um, and it looks really rad, and we're probably going to have a lot of fun playing it and you would probably have a lot of fun playing it too um so i'm gonna go over um the overview they've uh got a really good overview basically at the very beginning 
Uh, when you play Flotsam, you start off by focusing on the primary characters in their daily lives. As the game proceeds, you'll quickly build up a picture of them in their world, and this will include the problems and threats captured by the situations. Increasingly, the story will be driven by the situations and the primary characters' interactions with them. But when things go quiet, you'll often fall back on the daily lives of the characters as the lodestar for the game. Every scene in Flotsam is framed with a particular purpose in mind, with the time, place, and cast for the scene chosen accordingly. The scene may develop and change, perhaps going beyond that original intent, or heading in an entirely different direction. You finish a scene and it feels done, or when you can see it's not going anywhere. Scenes always include at least one primary character, probably more than one, and may also include secondary characters. If your primary character is in a scene, you'll spend most of your time focusing on them, saying what they say and do, and making moves for them. Otherwise, you may focus on your situation, saying how it develops and making moves for it, especially if your situation seems highly relevant for the scene. Finally, anyone may also play secondary characters, saying what they say and do, but this is mostly done by people not currently playing their primary. If you need to recharge, you can choose not to take part in a scene at all, just watch and listen, stepping in if you feel like it. The procedures of the game are described in the book later on, but here's the short version. When you're playing your primary, say what they are saying and doing. You also describe the immediate effects of their actions. However, other players may introduce complications that modify what you say in some way, making your character fall short of what you hoped for or pay a cost to succeed. Your primary has strengths that represents their skills and abilities. When you use your primary strengths, you can spend tokens to cancel complications and get exactly what you wanted. Your primary also has weaknesses that represent their flaws and problems. You get tokens by activating a weakness and asking another player to make trouble for you. When your weakness causes trouble for you, you get to mark it. And when you show another character who you really are, or how you really feel, and they agree that it changed your relationship with them, you get to mark the relationship. When a weakness or a relationship has three marks to it, you get to improve your character and rewrite the relationship or weakness. Then the cycle begins again. When you're playing your situation, you describe the world and introduce threats that could cause problems for the primary characters. As noted above, you'll create new things, characters, locations, and so on, by asking the other players questions, then build on the answers and bring them to life. When the game is going well and the primary characters are having great conversations, you'll most likely watch and respond to what they do. Any threatening elements are introduced gradually, giving plenty of time to react. When things go quiet, or if the primaries are ignoring an obvious encroaching threat, or if they activate a weakness, you'll start to push forward the threats that have been introduced forward and cause problems for the primary characters. In all of this, saying what your character says and does, gaining and paying tokens, making moves, you do following a set of principles. The principles aren't rules, but guidelines, and the procedures are designed to nudge you in the right direction without needing to consciously try. Each playbook also has some unique principles that help guide the person playing that character to explore the particular issues that which that playbook is focused on. And our principles for this game are to play moment by moment, following the logic of the fiction, that nobody owns the world, so use what others create, to play with an open hand, no secrets, to make the game about the primary characters in their lives, to play real, flawed, and vulnerable people, and to tell small-scale stories, leaving space for conversation. All right. Um, now that we've done that overview, I think it's time for us to introduce our characters um, mm -hmm. and talk a little bit about their playbooks. So, uh, Zachary, if you would like to uh, kick this off. Yes, I still need a name, but I am <laughs> playing a character who is the playbook of The Outsider, uh, which is, uh, their flavor text is, you're not from around here, not part of the below or even the station. You're stuck here for now, pursuing your aims or performing your duties. You're getting drawn into local life down here, whether you like it or not. So this whole game is about being a, in a space station. I think Dora mentioned that earlier. Uh, and I am not, I was not born here. This is not my place, but I am here. And I am... I need a name. <laughs> we can always go to my good friend Don John. We love Don John here. We could go to Don John. Um, one of my original names was Merton Music, but that uh, doesn't make sense for him now. Mm. So um, I'm just going to write his name is Minos. 
Minos. Minos, like Minos Tar. Minos Tar, there he is. He's big. <laughs> uh, my so Minos Tar, he is a reverse terminator. He is a personal asset reacquisition unit, which is a fancy way of saying a bounty hunter robot. His build is stocky and made of metal. His hands are strong and weathered. His skin is copper, literally. Uh, and he is uh, at least masculine presenting. But he's a robot, so like, you know. Uh, how far how far down my playbook do you want me to, to go? Uh, go down to weaknesses, because we're establishing relationships uh, All right. on air. Absolutely. My uh, wardrobe style is concealed armor under plain black clothing. My special move is that when you draw me into the concerns of the below, you gain a token. Uh, my strengths are sharpshooter, durable robot body, and alien tech being my internal gadgetry. My weaknesses are that I am short on resources and I want to help everyone because that is within my programming. I am playing the scum playbook. Um, text that is, you were born here, down in the dark. You came from nothing and you've still got nothing. Those above regard you with complete loathing. But down here, you belong. You know this place like no other. And my character is Theo Delaney. Uh, their build is scrawny. Their smile is warm and lopsided. Their skin is light and mottled. Specifically, I'm picturing it as pale with like these big like splotches that look like blue ink, which I think is probably quite common for people that were born down here in the below. Like a side effect of all the technology and stuff just weaving around in the belly of the station. And their gender is hidden and questioning. Their wardrobe style is a mix of hand-me-downs and handmade things. They have two trusted friends, a complete newcomer and a sibling, neither of which I have named. I'll do that. If people feel in, if they come up in play as secondary characters, I'll get Don John open in a window. My principal, oh, we didn't say, uh, my principles uh, are identity and belonging and community and interdependence. Um, my special move is when I put, when someone puts their trust in me to fix a problem for them, I gain a token. My strengths are shortcuts and secret paths, junk crafting and sneaky, and my weaknesses are I'm mixed up with a local gang and that I am naive and trusting. I will be playing the voice playbook. Uh, it is described as, down here, people are short on hope and purpose. They look to you to provide it. You might point them to higher ideals, a sense of unity and belonging, or maybe you're just the sort of person people like to follow. You've got a way with getting people to do what you want. Careful with that. And I'll be playing everybody's favorite, Davy Jane. Um, his Yay. look is, I know, <laughs> his, look, uh, his voice is smiling and eloquent. His body is unblemished. His skin is warm, copper, and brown. Um, I've mentioned before his face claim is Reese King. Uh, his gender is masculine, he, him pronouns. Wardrobe styles is iconic jewelry. He wears uh, a few rings and has a signet necklace, but otherwise wears ordinary clothes. His role is a celebrity, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, his followers are ordinary folk. The origin that he had, um, I didn't quite like the description of either the hunted or the abandoned um, in the book, but it's kind of like a mishmash of the two. He did sort of get deposited down there as opposed to being off i don't know just someone's just like oh i don't want to kill this young child let's just throw him down into the below and then he you know the rest is history um his principles community and interdependence show them show what you do to bring your followers closer to each other and how you knit them and yourself together mystery and spirituality what are your abilities for will you be just as selfish just a selfish exploiter or do you have a vision or mission and the special move is act in my name or in support of my cause and gain a token. My strengths are my followers, which are a flock of devotees. Uh, I can see and speak to spirits and a negotiator. My weaknesses are my words inspire mobs and fanatics, and I passionately believe my own rhetoric. Ooh. Love that. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love, 
my boy. He's so good. <laughs> He's such a moron. <laughs> I uh, I I didn't say my um, principles because I didn't realize they're different for everyone. I guess I did, but I was. Uh, my principles are identity and belonging, and precarity and opportunity. And I don't know that this is a typo or not, but they both have the same description. Um, you're not from here, but you're stuck here, and you need to find a place. Who will you reach out to? Who will you make connections with? Who can you trust? That's just really on your mind right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. They, 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 they both, it's an identical description for both of them, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll expand on, on mine as well. Um, identity and belonging. Explore the values and culture that you identify with, the things that you take pride in. What about your low birth makes you ashamed? What about it is a badge of honor? In community and independence, you'd be nothing without the people around you. Show what you do for them and what they do for you. Think about how you depend on the community. Awesome. And I'll be playing uh, Soul Hawk as the Thunder. The below is a lawless place teetering on the brink of anarchy. The Thunder is one of the people that holds that anarchy at bay. They might be the official enforcer or a little more than a criminal, but they and their people keep the peace such as it is. Keeping that peace requires violence or the threat of violence, something the Thunder knows only too well. And uh, Sol uses she, her pronouns. And uh, for her look, her face is hard, her body is sturdy, her skin is olive, and her gender is woman. Her uh, wardrobe, wardrobe style is leather and chains, specifically like biker style leathers. Her territory is a defunct industrial area. Her origin is hunted. Uh, you are a lawbreaker. Maybe you made one transgression that led to harsh consequences, or perhaps you were a regular offender who finally got their comeuppance. Such people often find themselves forced down into the below, or even formerly exiled by the law. Equally, some criminals find it convenient to pursue their professional interests far from the watchful eye of the law. Her principles are power and control. Think about how you maintain control, where your grip is weak, and what you are willing to do to protect your rule. And identity and belonging. Think about what keeps your gang together, their shared purpose, their common culture and values. Uh, my special move is uh, when you rely on me to protect you from a dangerous threat, gain a token. My strengths are my gang, toughs with guns and knives. I'm intimidating, and I know secret routes in and out and through the territory. Uh, my weaknesses are a rival gang disputes my territory, and I am paranoid and vengeful. Uh, so the next thing that we do is uh, we ask each other some questions, uh, which are specific to our playbooks. Uh, there are two types of questions, uh, relationship questions and uh, history questions. And uh, we start with the uh, relationship questions first. Uh, we ask two questions of primary characters so do we do we want to do these one at a time going through the turn order and then like snake back up so we can get that mix of because everyone's going to get at least one relationship with everybody rather than somebody do both of their relationship questions and then I mean, we don't have to no i think that's a good idea um yeah i know we have four relationship slots it looks like two are meant for primary characters and two are meant to be left open to be filled as the uh, game progresses. At least that was my oh, reading right. of it. I thought uh, my reading was that two are the ones we ask, and then two are the ones that are space for ask being asked of us. Yeah. Oh. Because relationships shift and change. Mm. Okay. So we have we have our perception towards someone, and then their perception towards us. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like like we said, this is our first time playing this, so uh, we're yeah. getting a feel for it. So it's yeah. not as easy as me looking at at uh, you know my my move sheet in Dungeon World, <laughs> but it's a different kind of story. Um, I did I, I did have one uh, question that I wanted to broach um, that I meant to ask earlier when I was introducing my character. So I am a big robot man, and I think it would be fun instead of if instead of my strength being sharpshooter it was just about being a big and strong robot man so it, it, the book says that you can just switch your strengths out whatever or not whenever but like to to be what you want so i was going to change that to robotic strength yeah that sounds rad yeah, i'm happy with that because that way i don't have to have a gun mm-hmm 
cool. Thank you very much. I just wanted to, to, to state it before I made any different changes. So, relationships, which one do you want to go for first, Zach, or the ones you can pick from? Oh, it's my turn again. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> Sucks to be first in the turn order. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why we make the guests do it. <laughs> so, relationships. Um, I think... I want so the ones I picked are when you needed help. How did I aid you, and how are you tied up in my mission? Um, my mission specifically is uh, connected to my history question, which I think needs to be answered first to determine what is it I'm here to do and who is standing in my way. So, uh, if we're going through relationships first, I will ask um, when you needed help. How did I aid you, and uh, if I just pick who I ask that of, I think I will ask that of Theo. Hmm. Well, Theo is a very scrawny person that if got into a fight or somebody decided to pick on them, and he, uh, he, they, both fine. I've played Theo before with he, him pronouns, so if anyone else uses he, him for him, it's also fine. Um... So I think like maybe he ran into some people and he could not get away fast enough. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that uh, Minos stepped in because Theo is a very nice person who could not defend himself in a fight at all. They are very much a runaway person. <laughs> so fantastic. You feel happy with that? I'll pop that in. I'm very happy with that. I like so my 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 flaw is that I want to help everyone, mm-hmm. um, and and having that manifest as being a weird robotic superhero that walks around the below um, <laughs> is very much my shit. <laughs> okay, I will find that in a sec to write it down. As I'm aware that it's now my turn to ask a relationship question. Um, what were the two I picked? That I wanted to do. Uh, the two relations I've got. Who have I made to feel welcome here and how? And who do I know is nothing but trouble? Both of those are very good for everybody, quite frankly. <laughs> um, uh, hey, Mab, how do you feel about that? Who do I know is nothing but trouble being Davey? <laughs> because of I the I can't effect. even pretend to be offended because he is unintentionally trouble. That's what I mean. Like, he's a catalyst for stuff happening because mm-hmm. of the devotees and stuff like that. It's just like, who, because like, how old is Davy? I'm going around like, um, uh, like 22. Okay. So, because I'm pitching, Theo doesn't exactly know how old they are, um, but is like late teens, like very early 20s top. So I like the thought of them seeing Davy Jane, who's like clearly not much older than them, just doing this like, what are you doing? <laughs> and just like true. trouble just follows Davy around. It's true. Okay. I'm a troublesome child. I'll stick that down. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask this of Soul, but uh, what vision have you sought my help in understanding? Oh boy. Um... <laughs> It definitely has to do with her former family, um, and by former I mean dead, because, uh, you know, she's angsty McMahon pain, but a lady, so obviously her family is all dead. Um, (laughs) So I think... So is Davies, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No trouble there, whatsoever. Absolutely not. (laughs) No! He's not a prince. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he's not space hamlet it's fine that's a ridiculous thing to say of somebody who would say such a thing (laughs) me when i'm making his character you guys i want to make a space hamlet and we support you anyway yeah i think it was a vision about about the ghosts of of her parents and maybe not the ghost of her sibling like she never she never dreams about the ghost of her sibling but she dreams about uh, the ghosts of her family. So um, that's definitely what she came to you about. 
um, writing down souls part of that. Okay. My relationship questions reflect souls like paranoia, so don't take any of these personally, please. Um, Theo, what have what did you steal from me? I mean, it could be anything because Theo is a little junk crafter. So, oh, hmm. It wouldn't be anything like weapons. Could have just been something as simple as medical supplies. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, they, like, um, oh, I've decided their sibling, their sibling is a younger sister called Della. So I think it's probably like couldn't find medical supplies anywhere else, couldn't barter for them and just knew how to get into Sol's territory. <laughs> so slipped in and took some, thinking that it wouldn't be missed. This was maybe a bad call on Theo's part. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, back up to uh, Zachary. Hello, uh, it's me again. Who is tied up in my mission? I think, or how is how are you tied up in my mission? I think it would make sense for that to be David Jane. How are you tied up in my mission? Am I the one that you're coming to silence, so to speak? Or retrieve. Or retrieve. Actually retrieve. I am a, I am a, I am a personnel and asset reacquisition unit. Okay, good. I, it okay. is my job to come to the below, find somebody who is here and is not supposed to be, and put them in the place where they are supposed to be. You've come to put Davy back on the throne. Ooh, I dig that. While he's incidentally starting a riot down mm. below. You know, it's fine. That sounds good. I'm into that. Of course, I don't... So you were, you were abandoned here or left here a very long time ago. So I think it would be mm -hmm. fun that I don't know that it's you. Yes. <laughs> My job is to, fi is to find the, the missing prince and... I've got a baby picture. A baby, <laughs> baby oh. Davy. <laughs> yeah, baby so Davey. I. Davy is a baby. <laughs> what I was saying is that I don't know that it's you or who it is, mm -hmm. um, and my information is out of date. All right, beautiful. Uh, beautiful. That that way, our our the 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 full breadth of our of our interaction is not. Hey, come with me. No. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, that, and that's probably why I've, I've been here for a minute, because I'm like, where is the prince? <laughs> Surely it can't be this charismatic young man who is influencing the masses. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Right, well, critical thinking is not in my programming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Okay. Um, because uh, we can double up, and it's all a matter of perspective and stuff like that, I think I'm going to um, ask... Minos, how did I make you feel welcome here, and how? Or so, how I'm, the question is, who have I made to feel welcome here, and how? So, after said altercation was prevented, how did I go about making you feel welcome here in the below? Hmm. Maybe you found me some food, um, and I don't eat, but... I was about to say, does a <laughs> robot man eat? <laughs> my internal reactor can... Can process many sort many forms of organic and inorganic material. Aww, I like that. <laughs> so, so I did eat, but the, mm -hmm. it, by by shoving it into my into my internal combustion reactor, just some sort of <laughs> some sort of nice. magic pseudoscience, like calcifer. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes that's yes. awesome. Excellent. <laughs> um, let's see. I think I'm going to ask this one of, let's see, who do I want to, uh, I guess, um, Theo, why do my followers distrust you? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I am a sneaky little fuck. Um, and I just, <laughs> I just, because I have those secret paths, um, and shortcuts, I just show up in places that I probably shouldn't be in. So, like, maybe I listen in on meetings and stuff like that that I have not been invited to. 
He's like, I'm <laughs> I'm always where I shouldn't be. That's cool. All right. Because Davy Jane is trouble and I need to know what his followers are planning. <laughs> everything goes weird. <laughs> I'm a perfectly normal boy. Like, I'm not saying, and we don't have to lean into this, but I'm not saying this could also be a really misaligned Cinder Crush kind of situation about the cute boy that's very yeah. charismatic. <laughs> but also, trouble definitely follows him around. But also... This is entirely know. because of the yeah. trouble and not because he's cute. What? What? No. How dare you? Why would you suggest such a thing? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about I just go and get a picture of his face and drop it in the chat? So everyone can just go, wow, look at that cute, cute, innocent. Anyway. I, st- um, I stare at a picture of my nemesis each day to fill me with rage. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that, yes. that Kate Beaton comic? Exactly, yes. yes. Oh, I love that comic so much. It's good. Oh, at last, you have found me. Shiver. <laughs> um. So I'm just going to... Oh, I've, technically I've maxed out on relationship slots, so I'm just going to make a note of that. So... You're very popular. So, I think... Because I couldn't decide on which which one, I think this is the more interesting one. Uh, Minos, when did you stand up to me? Yes, that is... I, I looked at the Thunder playbook and I was hoping to answer that one. Um... <laughs> It could very easily be that I stood up to you when I stepped in between an altercation between your gang and Davy, not Davy Theo. Uh, mm. After after Theo stole the medical supplies, we could just loop oh. in all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about to say, excuse you, I don't have a gang. I have followers. <laughs> <laughs> right. The end difference right. between a gang and followers is PR. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm great at it. God, isn't mm-hmm. there's a sort of tweet going around, which is the di- the only difference between a paladin and a warlock is that paladins have better yeah. PR. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's I mean, that's true. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so you know, you know, you you, you the, the, these these folks seems like, what's going on? And they're like, this kid stole some stuff. And like, what did you steal? Medical supplies. Everyone should have medical supplies. You can go. <laughs> you yep. can go. You're dismissed. <laughs> Yep, that's yeah. good. It's really good. So I, yeah, I, I, in my in my quest to help everybody on my while <laughs> finding the, the 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 forgotten prince, I ensured that Davy's sister was was taken care of at the expense of fighting uh, Soul's uh, lieutenants. Nice, very good. <laughs> cool with that. So the next thing that we get to do is we each get to ask a history question that kind of informs uh, a bit about our history, obviously. So we get to choose one of three questions to ask and uh, the table gets to answer. Do you? Because I have two and it says it doesn't say pick one. So I think I have to answer both. Oh, mine says ask or answer one of these. So yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's not actually that weird. I mean, it might just be differences between playbooks because it's like how some yeah. people have multiple things they have to choose. Yeah, yeah mine, so. mine also has two and, and has no uh, italicized text. Okay, in that case, we uh, ask uh, the appropriate number of questions for our playbooks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's me first again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right. So mine is my first one is what went badly wrong when I first arrived here? Who blames me for it? Hmm. Which is a doozy. I, yeah. Something bad happened. I mean, right out of the gate, I really want to blame you for it. <laughs> 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 what if, like, it could have been. Um, if you arrived by ship, maybe uh, it was a crash landing or something, like your ship got damaged yeah. um, in transit, and so when you landed here, or when you arrived at the space station, um, <laughs> it went it was really bad. Quite. Yeah, it went really bad, and maybe Sol's gang has got a handle on the docks or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. I was thinking something very much the same. Um, in trying to turn it over my head in a way that worked, uh, I think that I was—I am not the only member of the contingent that was sent here, but I am the only member left. Ooh. Um, so, and I was, and that's probably why it's taking me so long. I wasn't supposed to be the one to figure out where the prince was. <laughs> I was um, and so, yeah, there was some sort of, maybe there was even like an altercation between our forces and the forces of the below. Uh, or whatever, you know, what forces there may be, the forces of the station or, you know, automated defenses or something. We're like, hey, we're here. And, and they're like, no, <laughs> don't be here. It's like, too bad. <laughs> yeah, um, I like that a lot. So uh, there, there, was, there was an altercation upon boarding. And I think maybe, maybe Soul just doesn't like the fact that I'm here at all. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Soul doesn't, but I like it. Yeah. Just Soul doesn't like members of authority figures. Oh, yeah. my name's Minos Tar, or as Soul calls me, a monkey wrench. <laughs> <laughs> or Soul calls me, get the fuck out. Yep. Mm. Yeah, one of my other relationship questions was was who wants me to get out of here and why? Um, so this is basically the answer to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to ask both my questions? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my second one is, what have I come here to do and who is standing in my way? Uh, which we've all already talked about a bit. I am here to retrieve the heir to the throne of blank. Um, Just the throne. The space throne. The space throne. Elsinore. <laughs> Elsinore Station. El the planet Elsinore. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> The entirety of Denmark. Denmark's the planet now. <laughs> yep. New, New, New Denmark. Um, yes. New Denmark. <laughs> I'm really far too amused by the notion of a planet called New Denmark. I'm sorry. <laughs> like an that's entire a, planet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, like a little that's, 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 that's how, that's how, how post-Earth sci-fi works, right? You just and take countries and and cities and make planets out of them. Hey, that's, um, I mean, that's how the United States worked. So, you know, yeah. took whole countries and made states out of them. I am here to retrieve the heir to the space throne and the prince himself stands in my way, obfuscating his identity and rousing the rabble. <laughs> I do not rabble rouse. <laughs> I beg to differ. What was what, what's one of your weaknesses again? <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe in what I'm saying. Totally, totally. <laughs> you, you don't have to be. You don't have to be uh, uh, ingenuine to rouse the rabble. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Uh, so that's me sorted. Okay, my first history question is: Who has never forgiven me for something I did years ago? What was it? Because this doesn't have to be solved. Because <laughs> we could like we could introduce some we could introduce some like secondary characters. All right. With, yeah. With uh, these, scroll back up. Um. Unless you want to have, if, unless you want Davy to have some personal beef uh, with Theo. No, I think Davy is just very like, oh Theo, nice to see you around again, and everyone's just like, don't trust that kid. Um. <laughs> But Davy's happy with everybody. Um, well, maybe we maybe we can introduce a, like a secondary character yeah. who is part of that group of yours that doesn't trust. Yeah, I was okay. just consulting yeah. Don John. I thank you. I was going to go do that myself. Like a vizier figure, I, like an I older. A, it's my PR agent. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, though, you know, yeah. What's what's his what's, like like a Polonius figure? Yeah. Lean well, I'm leaning in. Go I'm leaning it. in. <laughs> <laughs> Who is my Horatio? Let, well, that could be me. We'll see how things go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Jade, I'm just flexing my drama degree helplessly in the breeze right now. <laughs> it's all right. I'll, I'll go not flex my English degree, even though I've had to read it three times for my degree. <laughs> okay. But so... How do you feel about... Linwood mm -hmm. Drayton. Ooh. That's such a vizier name. <laughs> Linwood Drayton. Yeah. I'll nice. uh, put it in the chat. I took a I took a stab at spelling it. I'll see if I got how how close I got. Your your spelling looks cooler, so Okay. 
I like me using a Y in place of an I. Um, so a Linwood Dragons are sort of like a higher up in Davy's cult. <laughs> Sorry, we're not using the word cult today. No. Wrong game. Okay, and Davy's following. Thank you. So what did I do? Because I, I feel like this is more than being somewhere I shouldn't have done if this is a never forgive kind of a vibe. Yeah, I mean, like, would you have... Hmm. I guess because, like, you are definitely not fond of, like, what... Because, like, a lot of what Davy's doing is, like, kind of, like, unconsciously, you know, mm. you know, sparking a rebellion in this situation. Uh, yeah. And it's a lot of, um, like, you know, like, hey, you don't have to be so downtrodden type of thing, you know, mm. in the way that people do. Um, yeah. So, like, I have a hard time imagining, like, Theo wouldn't want like a better change but also like if they like had found some kind of way to like sabotage something that might have resulted in some people getting hurt and like they hadn't meant for it to be such a, a yeah. catastrophe but um like linwind was definitely you know spun it in such a light where it's like well look at this you know okay i'm just trying to think about how to condense that so we don't necessarily have to plot out the specifics of it so what, like, maybe there was, like, due to be something a few, some some years ago when Davy was younger, mm-hmm. and it was going to be this big event, and Theo threw a spanner in the works and, like, set the movement back. I don't know if you can hear the quotation marks I'm making with my hands. Um, yep. But, yeah, just sort of, like, set the movement back a good chunk of time. And now maybe, because it's a vizier kind of vibe, Davy has more control over the organisation now. Mm-hmm. as it were he's got he's older so he has more so she's like maybe he wouldn't be comfortable she's like i'm not a messiah i'm just like trying to help people and mm-hmm. like somebody older is a lot less easy to puppet yeah so i'll just say threw a so through a spanner in the works and set the movement back so linwood has less power now yeah sounds good yeah you have okay cool um i'll i'll fill that in a second and then the second is um, what's tearing my neighborhood apart? Why haven't I stopped it yet? Considering two, considering two of the situations that I know we've picked, um, yes. <laughs> like there is ripe um, potential there for something. Maybe we can do something that will fold into resistance or community, for that matter. But yeah, I mean, that could be it. Um, like. Uh... It depends on what you mean by tearing apart. Um, maybe, you know, drawing lines in, in the sand could very mm. well be tearing apart. I like that. Um, like, you know, it's becoming more and more polarized as, as, as mm-hmm. uh, Davy's resistance start, gains more and more uh, traction. Mm-hmm. Um, or not necessarily resistance, but Davy's um, entourage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- 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 every, even within pe- uh, 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 people who are who are disenfranchised, some of them are are, are not going to trust the the thought that change can come. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could yeah. very well be it. Why haven't I stopped it yet? Is the interesting question. So I'm fucking trying. No. <laughs> <laughs> How can you stop an avalanche? God. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's really good. Um, so for my history questions, I had a few, and mine had said ask or answer one. Uh, so the one that I've picked is what has given my followers reason to doubt? Hmm. How about it's one of those things where there's no physical evidence of you speaking to spirits, and mm. so there there's a contingent that doubts that you have that ability at all yeah harry houdini's coming after you oh no <laughs> is um is, is spirit co- communion uh a rare thing in this uh station i would imagine so there is probably like you know people who have like claimed titles of like you know, quote unquote, like priest, uh, or in which case, like the playbooks would have been like the Sybil or something like that. But, um, 
you know, I guess, like, no one really thought about it before. Uh, and then, you know, there, there comes along these people who say that they can. And it's just like, wait, why? What? Like, we're too busy to have to worry about thinking to stop and talk to spirits. Like, mm. what? Like, what? Uh, there, especially because it's like, well, what use do I have to to listen to people who have gone and passed on if we're too busy trying to live and survive in the now. Um, so it never really seemed like a, a use, uh, like a, a, a useful purpose for um, resources. Mm -hmm. um, and then now, you know, those people who come along and say that they can, it's just like, oh, well, what do they have to say? <laughs> cool. Uh, like the voice, the thunder has a, uh several different questions and says choose one and uh, I think the most interesting is what did I have to do to become leader was there a previous leader or did you start amassing your own following good question and good distinction I think it might be more interesting if there was a previous leader yeah I mean the easy quick th um, answer is you know usurpation mm. but that might not be as interesting. Mm, did you like take up the the torch when, uh, like, during a like a, a turf war or whatever? Mm. Um, Ooh, I like that. I like, like that. And like good. maybe like the previous leader was like saying or doing something that nobody else liked, and you're like, no, we gotta we gotta keep doing this. This is our territory. That's also very soul. Yeah. yeah, given Sol's previous iterations and you know parts in mutinies before, yep. Like, <laughs> yep. Sol yep. was yep. Sol was willing to do what needed to be done when the old leader wasn't, and like led the gang. And then the other people were just like, "Let's put her in charge." Let's go put her in charge. Yay, son! Yay! Hawk, 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 hawk. <laughs> you know that kind of a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> That's because none of them have normal voices, apparently. <laughs> they either sound like Kermit or... Look, you try to voice an entire <laughs> gang, so I will t Look, yeah, I'm part Muppet, okay? This is just who I am. <laughs> I ask that you accept me for We the... know this and we love you. If anyone's ever seen me flail in excitement, there is a distinct similarity to a certain felt frog. <sighs> I, that does beg a question, though. What happened mm. to the previous leader? Are they still around, or? <gasps> oh, could it be what's his face? Could it be Linwood? <gasps> what? <laughs> Traitor. Could be. Could it be? It doesn't have to be. I just like. It could be. We've played so many games where it's all about entanglements. So I'm just like, how do I hook that backstory into that backstory? So Linwood Drayden is the is the, uh, what's the word? Um... Not exiled. Um, disgraced. Disgraced. The yeah. disgraced former leader of the of the Below's gang infrastructure. Who found religion and found purpose with Davy yeah. James. <laughs> found a new angle, more like. Found religion. <laughs> well, that's interesting because then it's like trying to take, like trying to guide Davy because I'm assuming Linwood is a dude. Just because this seems yeah. like a dude thing to do. Sorry to mm. any dudes listening and Zach on the call. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> There's yeah. um, a James Acaster, Acaster bit talking about uh, Pusel, the worst person in the world. We don't know who that is. I mean, obviously it's a man, but who specifically? And it's just sort of like, just, it really made me laugh. Malcolm and just like, we all know this, but you know, specifically. All right. So the last thing that we have to do for setup is we have to do our situations, which are sort of, you know, external forces that are acting on our characters. And uh, we're back to the top of the turn order for... Yeah, um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, because everybody picks a situation that they want to affect their character and one of the other players embodies it. So we've all picked one and then somebody else has claimed it to play. So do we want to, as we go through these, say what the situation that we're playing and who picked it? Rather than someone going, I picked this and so-and-so is playing it. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. 
So I am playing Resistance, which it was back in the chat, but I believe Mab picked it. Yes. Uh, Resistance it says, The lives of the people of the below are fixed. Drudgery, poverty, mindless routine, and an early death, while the folk above live in luxury. But not everyone is content to accept this fate. The below contains individuals and factions who yearn to tear down the established social order and replace it with something else. Whether malcontents and criminals, ideological crusaders, or idealistic do-gooders. One thing is certain, change is never peaceful. So my question for it was, who leads the resistance? And I wrote, charismatic firebrands and their exuberant followers. Ooh. Uh, which I think fits. <laughs> um, Just at me next time. <laughs> uh, I think um, so we have areas of focus how the people are oppressed and the people's reaction to the oppression um, I think the easy one is kept poor low or insecure employment uh, low wages and the hoarding of resources and in that way uh, Souls Gang uh, Souls Group being uh, having a stockpile of medical supplies feeds into that uh, structure. Even though they're down here with us, they're still, you know, part of it. And the people's reaction to oppression, I think fitting in with the uh, lines being drawn in the sand is the ones who aren't in the following are um, uh, react with resignation, uh, cynicism, hopelessness, and looking out for number one. And that is that is, and that's why the people who are resigned look at the people who are in the resistance. They're like, "Why are you doing that? <laughs> You're just gonna get us all in trouble. Quit it. Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing this? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the situation I'm playing, which is uh, what Dora chose for Soul, is spirits. The world we see every day is only one aspect of the universe, hidden just beyond sight, just beyond your hearing is a world of stranger things. With the right ritual and sacrifice, you can speak to them, if you have ears to hear what they say. And sometimes they come right out and poke their noses into our affairs, subtly or blatantly. Most people pay attention to the spirit world through little acts of worship or placation. Some devote their lives to it. When times are hard, people turn ever more to the spiritual, looking for a sense of hope or peace that they can't find elsewhere. And there is nowhere harder than the below. And I have to choose what the spirits are and how people contact them. And uh, given the sort of stuff we've talked about, I'm leaning towards them being literal ghosts, but I really like the thought of them being incorporeal aliens. Mm -hmm. So it depends how hard a sci-fi we want to go with this because i'm happy for it just to be ghosts in space frankly ghost in space i've been on that disneyland ride <laughs> space ghost coast to coast no. um, i'm but i'm happy for it to be ghosts i did like the thought of it being incorporeal aliens pretending to be ghosts but i don't know i like to think that alien life might have better things to do than mess with humans by pretending to be their dead ancestors <laughs> i like to think um yeah i'll just i'll just i'll now i've said it out loud i'll just i'll go with ghosts just because i like the thought that in the future with everything that's there all the technology uh people are looking back more and more especially where technology has failed them or because they don't get all the higher up things that the future is supposed to provide for you and so spirituality does become more important and you look back to the people that didn't have the things that you are being deprived of so you you look to your ancestors so the people that went before and how we contact them um i don't know if you want to have some input on this map considering this is what davy jane does but the options are prayer, meditation, chanting, bloodletting, mind-altering drugs, elaborate ritual, intercession by a priest, sacrifice or gifts, sorcery, speaking their language, divination through terror of runes, or go to a place where the veil is thin. Do any of those particularly appeal to you 
as somebody that does this? Um, mm, I think it's a it's a mix of meditation and speaking in their language. It's definitely just like listening. Okay. Like Davy's thought is like, well, they're they're speaking. We just have to listen to them, and you know, being able to speak their language. Not necessarily that they like speak a different language, quote unquote, but it's um, mm-hmm. in in as much as uh, the 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 parsing between the the mm-hmm. physical and the corporeal. But this is a thing that other people do, not just Davy, because otherwise right. I'd yeah, say there's arguably people... that okay. Yeah, because I was going to say otherwise it'd arguably be intercession by a priest if Davy's the only one doing it. But right. if other people try to do it, and Davy's just being good at it. Yeah, in theory, despite there being theory. no proof. Soul's my proof. Yeah, sure. Just, yeah, sure. Um, I'll be playing uh, the outside, which was picked by Zach. Uh, are you done, Jade? I just kind yeah, of like sorry, jumped. No, I, I, okay. No, I realized I have to um, specify a couple of areas of focus. Um, there are strange phenomena. Uh, it could be spirits and other supernatural phenomena, miracles, curses, magic, uh, visions, omens, prophecies, dreams, uh, fortune, misfortune of fate, uh, or the hidden and the unexplained. Um, I particularly like visions, omens, prophecies, and dreams myself because I feel that's mm-hmm. something that can happen to anybody as well. Especially um, with Davy being this like driving force for change, like talking about having visions and stuff like that feels quite fitting. And the other thing um, she is the spirit touched, and it's either people who follow the spirits or psychics, witches, priests, prophets, and exorcists. And I feel like, given everything we've talked about, it should be people who follow the spirits. Like there are the spiritual, and then there are there are those who aren't. Okay. Okay. Now I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. So yes. So I'll be playing the outside, which is picked by Zach. The below is just one part of a space station, beyond the walls of which lie the vast reaches of space. The galaxy outside might seem distant at times, but then when you least expect it, there will be a sudden and rude reminder that this place is just one moat floating in the storm of the galaxy. The station bustles with people who come and go from the outside. Off-duty soldiers rub shoulders with foreign diplomats, traders, smugglers, prospectors, and more. The bravest venture into the below for adventures, and the more intrepid below folk may venture into the ports looking for opportunities not available anywhere else. So both of mine are literally the, the same thing. Choose what's nearby the station and choose something that come and go comes or goes regularly. Um what's nearby the station? Uh I guess like the the very easiest, especially if we want like a lot of people coming and going, is civilized planets. Um, and it is kind of like, uh, the station can be used as a hub for comings and goings or for people to, to stop and let off cargo there so they don't have to pay taxes, you know, the usual, um, (laughs) you know, and then, you know, where people don't want to go dirt side or something like that. Um, so... Uh, choose something that comes or goes regularly. Um, I, again, like the idea of, uh, cargo freighters mostly is just like, it is a a station and it also gives chance for, you know, characters like, you know, Theo and their group or Sol and her group to be able to go and get stuff from these cargo freights that, uh, uh, undock, um, areas of focus. Uh, things found near the station. Um, again, there's options like uh, aliens and their technology, celestial phenomena, comets, asteroids, radiation, space debris, nearby planets and their inhabitants, the politics, trade and warfare of the wider galaxy. And um, I mean, I guess I was kind of leaning into nearby planets and their politics, or sorry, in their inhabitants um, for things found. Near- it's like literally just like repeating itself. So it's like, okay, I don't know. Um so nearby planets and their inhabitants and things that come and go from the station spaceships exclamation point travelers traders inter uh itinerant workers and smugglers news and rumors from the outside and reactions to it i'm gonna go with travelers traders itinerant workers and smugglers just come and go and uh jade wanted uh, theo to grapple with the community uh so that's what i'm playing 
and um, the blurb that it has for the community. Uh, the below is filled to the brim with all kinds of people, outcasts and criminals, paupers and kingpins, scroungers and scrappers and hustlers, all living their lives and struggling to survive. Even down here, social divisions exist that decide each person's social standing, who gets what, and who can talk to whom. Sometimes these divisions create rivalries, distrust, or even hatred. The Below has been around a long time, and it has developed its own ways, which may look unusual or even bizarre to outsiders. And so I had to choose the main source of social division in The Below, and uh, I chose haves and have-nots, which I think we've been playing into already. And uh, my areas of focus are culture, uh, social rules, taboos, superstitions, rituals, traditions, routines, stories, rumors, gossip, propaganda, lies, legends, uh, culture in all its forms, slang, sayings, art, music, dance, food, and so on. Um, I kind of like social rules as like mm. the main focus. I feel like that fits with what we've established already. And then the other area of focus is groups. Uh, social groups, religious, cultural, ethnic, political, social, group responses, rivalries, distrust, solidarity, closing ranks, and so on. The pillars of each group, uh, leaders, paragons, role models, and uh, deviants within a group, dissenters, nonconformists, troublemakers. Um, and I'm not sure which one I like most on the, those. Group responses or the pillars are kind of definitely what we've been leaning into a lot. Hmm. Yeah, let's go group responses. Okay. Okay. Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again! <laughs>